Chapter Twenty Five of Secret History Revealed by Lady Peggy O'Malley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Secret History Revealed by Lady Peggy O'Malley by Charles Norris Williamson and Alice Muriel Williamson chapter twenty five my heart stood still thinking calmly it seemed that diana had no power to harm eagle march i had the coat which betrayed sydney eagle had the written message and his friend in america had the notebook out of which it had been torn the chain of our evidence was complete it could not be broken eagle had long ago seen through diana and ceased to worship her surely she could do nothing with him now no matter how shamefully she might humble herself but i could not think calmly as i heard her sweet imploring voice begging to come in as i realized that eagle could not shut her out a heavy presentiment of failure weighed upon me i braced myself to be ready for anything that might happen ready to spring from behind the screen and confront diana if need came if you ever cared for me if you ever have any pity for an unhappy woman let me in let me speak to you with the words i heard her say in a voice like the wail of harp-strings if pathos had been irresistible to any man even if he had never loved her eagle march let diana come in though i heard him protesting that his friend jim white may arrive at any moment what does it matter she cried and with the words she was at the study door through the leaves of the tall screen i saw her trail in a figure of beauty in her white satin dress and sombre purple cloak her dark hair wreathed with a fillet of emerald laurel leaves that gave her face the look of some tragic muse of long ago i know jim white she hurried on and he knows me well enough to be sure i'm here for nothing wrong i'm not afraid of him it's you i'm afraid of eagle she stopped and faced him unknowingly she faced me too eagle's back was turned toward me but i could see diana's blue eyes gazing up at him they were sad and beautiful beyond words with a shiver of fear i realized that no woman on earth could be lovelier than my sister all womanhood with its appeal to man was in her great imploring eyes i was glad that eagle did not answer i hoped his silence might mean that her beauty had lost its magic for him that he understood fully how she had come to beguile him and that he meant to give her no opening this is the first time i've seen you since since that night at elverada when you bade me good-bye she went on letting her voice break into a half-stifled sob you saw me at the embassy he answered so coldly that in her place i should have been chilled with discouragement i dared not look at you there she confessed i was afraid of myself oh eagle i am even more afraid of you now more afraid than of myself really 
i am not so formidable lady diana said eagle with cool scorn that showed in tone and manner but if i may ask since you stand in such dread of me why do you come to beard the lion in his den because the lion is brave and kingly i have ventured i had to come eagle there was no other way i found out your address from your russian friend major skobolev he happened to mention it asking me if i knew jim white who lent the place to you i didn't guess then how thankful i'd soon be to know where you lived oh eagle don't look at me so cruelly i can't bear it you hate me but you mustn't judge if you knew everything you'd see that you'd done me a wrong i should be sorry to think that said eagle as formally as if he spoke to a stranger and you are mistaken if you really suppose i hate you i have gone through a good deal lately lady diana and learned to see personal things in the right proportion let me assure you my feelings toward you are not in the least malevolent you mean you don't care for me any more i ought to be glad for your sake and mine too but i did love you eagle i truly did only i was a coward i was deceived as other people were deceived and i had father to think of as well as myself don't excuse yourself to me i beg all that is past and done with you didn't have to come here i'm sure to ah uh, if the past could be done with it can't and that is why i have come i know peggy has been with you it's useless to tell me she has not i've no intention of telling you a lie lady diana di broke down and cried without any effort to restrain herself she did not look quite her beautiful self when she cried but she looked a hundred times more pathetic you won't believe me i suppose she sobbed but till tonight i never knew knew that sidney had deceived me i believed what he told me to believe it is an awful blow i think my heart is broken but oh god eagle if you ruin him before the world it will be my death to my astonishment eagle answered with a laugh a laugh of exceeding bitterness you seem to believe and disbelieve easily lady diana van dyke he said once you believed in me then you ceased to believe in me and threw me over because another man a richer man than i told you and everybody else that i was a liar you believed in him instead on his mere word you married him may i ask if he has confessed to you or do you take his guilt for granted as you took mine on circumstantial evidence no he has not confessed anything di answered yet there was something in her tone and confused anxious manner that made me sure she was not telling the truth the conviction swept over me that something had happened at the house in park lane since i slammed the front door and ran out diana might have thought twice before coming to grovel here to eagle unless she had been sure that i was not jumping to conclusions sure that there could be no possible mistake about what i found in sidney's coat suddenly 
i knew as well as if she had put the story into words that sidney had come home before she made up her mind what to do that she had told him about the coat and that i had carried it off to eagle march that sidney knowing well what my discovery might have been had broken down and sent diana to eagle in the one last hope that her pleading might save him from his enemy's revenge i haven't seen sidney she hurried on but instinct tells me some things i'm afraid i know that his loving me so much made him cruel to you oh don't look at me like that you turn me to ice it's true cruel isn't a hard enough word for what he did i don't try to excuse him but he sinned for my sake that softens my heart toward him i'm human i'm not inhuman i trust said eagle but it doesn't soften my heart toward him i don't ask that diana wept all i ask is your forgiveness for me that you soften your heart for me i forgive you freely lady diana eagle answered for any injury you may have done me in the past for i have lived it down the injury van dyke did me i thought till to-night i could never live down but thanks to the most loyal friend a man ever had i've been given my chance diana flung her head and there were no tears in her eyes peggy a loyal friend she cried she's a traitor to father and me when she betrays sidney what right has she to be loyal to you at our expense and it isn't loyalty not what you mean by loyalty she has always hated sidney for your sake and now she can calmly see him ruined not because of any wish for justice but simply because she's desperately idiotically in love with you because she'd do anything no matter how cruel to others in the hope of winning you for herself now you know the real truth about peggy i wish i could think it were the real truth said eagle very quietly and very slowly to have peggy's love would be the best thing in the world i've realized that for some time now while i was under arrest before my court-martial and had plenty of time to think that was the time it was borne in on me lady diana just how much difference there is between you and peggy diana stood speechless staring at him i was afraid the two out there might hear my heartbeats they sounded so loudly in my ears i realized how foolish i'd been not to see that difference before eagle went on still speaking with a deliberate distinctness as if he were willing i should catch every word that he should be saying such things to diana was so wonderful so almost incredible that i asked myself if he were saying them only to save my pride because di had snatched my love for him out of hiding and trailed it in the dust at his feet i ought to have loved peggy almost as much as i love her now the very day we met first i ought to have felt that she was the one woman the one thing in the world for me but she looked such a child it would have seemed like sacrilege to love her as a man loves a woman 
that little sprite of a creature and then i met you you dazzled me lady diana that's the word for it i think no other would fit but i didn't know i was only dazzled till you took the light away as soon as the bright spots faded from before my eyes as bright spots do at last when you've been staring at the sun i saw things as they really were i saw what my feeling for you was worth and what my feeling for peggy might grow to be but i tried not to let it grow i'd suffered enough i was down and out and if i wasn't worthy of you still less was i worthy of peggy besides i thought she was engaged to dalziel and i wanted to be glad for her he's a good fellow then we were thrown together in belgium she and i and if i hadn't loved her before i should have begun to love her then as a man loves just one girl in his life whatever i have done since the few small things i have been able to do have all been with the thought of her in my heart as a lodestar so now you will understand lady diana how little impression you can make upon me by calling your sister a traitor you say all this to hurt me diana cried out but you did care for me once eagle do not forget that i forget nothing he said but the time you speak of seems a long time ago i care so much more for peggy now just how much i care for her i'm going to prove to you in a moment for a second he paused while di waited not knowing what to say and it seemed as if i were waiting too my heart and breath stopped for his next words if i had ever loved you as dearly as i once thought i did he went on sadness in his voice i suppose i could have refused you nothing when you came to me tonight but i don't defend myself i only confess to the hardness in me you haven't moved me at all you are cruel as the grave to me i could be cruel in return to you that is i could act as i thought right and be indifferent to the effect on you your husband did his best to ruin me virtually he did ruin me even tonight he has lied again the same old lie to pull me down if he could from the miserable little height i've crawled up to like a singed moth creeping out of the flame did you ever believe in his truth and my guilt believe in the depths of your soul if you have a soul i doubt it anyhow you helped his lies tonight as often before of that i have no doubt at all i've no mercy for you in my heart and none for van dyke i had none even when i stopped the horses on your wedding day i didn't do that from any softening of heart toward either of you it was purely mechanical i'd have done the same for a pair of thieves i assure you nothing you could say to me for yourself lady diana would make me give up my revenge or rather my justification which by his own fault can't come to me without van dyke's ruin but something you have said about peggy has made all the difference about peggy what do you mean 
di faltered you said she was a traitor to her people for my sake now because i love her i can't let her be that i won't profit by her loyalty to me at your expense and i won't have the world say in speaking of her there's lady peggy o'malley who bore witness against her brother-in-law and ruined him for myself i believe it wouldn't give me a qualm if van dyke blew out his brains tomorrow but you have made me realize that i couldn't bear it for her sake thank you for that lady diana here is the paper which peggy found inside the lining of your husband's coat and brought to me because of peggy and my love for her take it and do with it as you choose diana gave a little joyous shriek but my cry of despair mingled with it i pushed back the screen so that it tottered and fell with a crash as i flew out in time to seize eagle's hand with the paper in it no i gasped don't let me have lived for nothing eagle i would gladly have given my life to get this bit of paper for you i shall die of grief if i'm not to help you after all holding the written message firmly in one hand he laid the other over mine you heard all i said he asked i am glad i meant you to hear it in your sister's presence yet though you heard you speak of not helping me peggy what she said isn't true then it isn't true that you love me it is true and you know it only too well i answered hardly remembering that diana listened hanging anxiously on every word as on a verdict for life or death i worship you eagle and that's why i don't care to live if you are not saved the great chance has come when we least expected it and if you don't take it now it's in your hand it seems to me that my way of taking the great chance is after all the only way if we are to be happy peggy i find that i love you too much to take any other way can you love me as i am love me enough to say do what is right for you it is right for you to have justice i pleaded with him i would rather have love you can have both no it doesn't seem so to me oh you are obstinate obstinate perhaps i'm afraid i always was but i love you i've suffered and now i want to be happy and at peace it isn't only for your sake it's for mine as well great love is worthy of the only great revenge shall i burn the paper for god's sake say yes peggy i heard diana sob but i hardly listened if she said more i did not hear it i was looking at eagle does silence give consent he asked there was a new light in his eyes brighter and clearer than the careless light of youth that was lost i could not quench it so i bowed my head and let the khaki coat which half unconsciously i had been holding all the time drop to the floor the glory of eagle's smile repaid me he took my hand in his and leading me walked to the fireplace there he stooped and without hesitation dropped the paper 
which might have changed his whole life into the flames good-bye to the past he cried hail to the future peggy such as it is such as it can be for me now will you share it you know i whispered he pressed my hand tightly then turned to diana you had better go home to your husband he said you can sleep in peace tonight and all nights presently i shall take peggy to hampstead but i want her to myself for a moment first without a word to either one of us diana obeyed her head bent low i suppose she could find nothing to say since thank you would be commonplace and die is never commonplace i heard eagle open the door for her and shut it behind the trailing white satin and purple brocade then he came back to me and held out his arms i had been in the sky with him before but this was heaven he is at the front now and has been for a long time but whatever may happen neither life nor death can part our souls the sacrifice he made was for my sake and for the sake of love so you see why changing only our names i have written this bit of secret history and told the truth about eagle march and monsieur mars the end end of chapter twenty five recording by john brandon end of secret history revealed by lady peggy o'malley by charles norris williamson and alice muriel williamson